0: It's Southern. Aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. Our partner, Renaissance Bank, has locations all throughout the Southeast. There's a good chance that if you're listening to this podcast in Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, or North Florida, there's probably a Renaissance not too far from you. If you're looking for a bank that understands you and your financial needs, check Renaissance out at renaissancebank.com or on social media. We are so excited to introduce you to our latest obsession, Vana Chump Studio. It began almost 13 years ago as a small Etsy shop, and they focused on paper silhouette art. Well, now this business has evolved into so much more. We're excited for you to hear the whole story. So join us now as we Say it Southern with Vonna Chump.
1: We're so excited to have Vonna Chump this morning with us, Sarah. She is from, well, she's in Richmond, Virginia now, and she has this most beautiful heirloom jewelry Hello, Vanna. How are you? Good, guys. How are you? So glad to be here.
0: Thanks for coming on. We want to hear all about your business. I know you've got a lot going on, rebranding and just busy, right?
2: Yeah, it's been a busy 13 years.
0: Yes. So this started back in 2008. Is that right? It did. Yep. Okay, so tell us a little bit about that.
2: So in 2008, I was a new mom. I had one boy at the time, and I was looking for um, new ways to keep creativity into my life. I have a degree in architecture. Um, I graduated with a master's in architecture, um, so I was freelancing in architecture at the time. And as you can imagine, being stuck home with a little one and trying to do boring architecture work um, really got to me. So I was looking for ways to bring that creativity into my life. Um, back when he was little, I used to sketch his profile monthly just to kind of capture the growth every month and document that in a silhouette form. I didn't even know that that's what a silhouette is until a friend of mine said that that's actually a silhouette, what you're drawing there. So, um, I had that, you know, kind of framed on a 12 month frame, like month one through 12. And then, um, so back to the story of the business in 2008, I just on a whim started to, um, look around on Etsy and just see like, what is Etsy? Etsy was really fresh and new at that time. And, um, I got kind of pushed, um, into opening an Etsy shop one weekend and, um, it was more like a goal. Okay. Let's see what we can do this year. And, um, I just wanted to see if there was other moms that I could offer this little custom piece to And I started out with a little bit of stationery and fine art prints. Um, I listed, I think, about 10 listings at the time, and they sold out in two days. And I'm like, now what? Like, what do I do? Um, So that kind of started the story of the silhouettes and selling them on Etsy. Um, I grew pretty organically, but pretty quickly, press kind of started coming in. Our biggest press which kind of like almost broke us was, um, cool mom picks. They're still around. They do these like, um, gift guides, which they're they're known for. So they featured us on their holiday gift guide in 2009. And at the time I was still freelancing in architecture. I was doing, um, my business on the side and just that month alone, like probably in two weeks, it brought in like over 25,000 Ks. And I was like,
1: what? I mean,
2: I went from like 100 hundred and two hundred $200 a week to like, you know, so it just blew my mind and it blew up our little shop. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah.
2: So then I decided to quit my day job happily. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. There's your sign. <laughs> what is this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How okay. did you, how were you able to keep up with that demand? Did yeah. you have to
2: hire people out at that moment or no, like what? I just never slept pretty much. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. I had a cousin who um, was studying at um, UIC in Chicago, and at night she would come and watch my oldest, Nicholas, who was three at the time, and help me package silhouettes. I mean, the good news was that we only did paper products at the time, so I didn't have all the other accessory, jewelry, and all that. So it was simple in a way, and I could just focus on that one product. So at that
0: time, would people send in a picture? Is that how that would work? Yeah. Of their child, yeah, they, the silhouette. They, they would place the order on
2: Etsy and send us a conversation with a photo. And there was no guidelines. I spent probably hours for this one order going back and forth. I probably made no money, but I was so excited to offer these, you know, heirloom, like whatever
1: silhouette to them. And yeah, that's all I did. Wow. What a niche, too, man. I mean, you you're so specified in what you were doing at that point. And I mean, do you remember when Etsy first launched? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hours. Uh huh. What can hours, I see? Yeah. And what can I find? And I mean, just to have that in that time. I mean, it was just like the timing was perfect yeah. for you. I
2: think the timing was perfect. I think we we got on at the right time. There was not many well, there was non silhouette artists who were doing it on Etsy who were custom creating silhouettes from photos. So we were kind of one of the first. And I think that helped us get noticed and make a name for ourselves. For sure. And, um, yeah, it was, I didn't have to like fight copycats and all that. It was just, you know, it was us and it was awesome. And it was before the days of Instagram. So it was, it was simpler. Like I would just communicate with the customers and had a little blog that I would talk about my products and, they came and they commented and
1: yeah. Oh, back when life was simple. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how did you transition that into jewelry? Cause I mean, clearly you're in a different space now, but how, what was that? What was that like?
2: Yeah. So, um, I had just Nicholas for seven years and then our second joined us in 2012. So I had a lot of time in my hands and I am, I mean I I dream big, so I'm like, what can I put them in? And I had created some lockets for myself, some friends, and but they were brass lockets, nothing fancy with paper silhouettes and then the resin coating inside. So I had played and dipped my feet on the silhouette on the silhouette jewelry market, so to speak, but I did not, you know, didn't think anything of it. And then customers who had done silhouette portraits for they kept coming back and they're like, Oh my gosh, can you do it on a plate? can you do it on an ornament? Like, can you do stationery out of it? Like, what can you put it on? Can you put it on a jewelry piece? And I'm like, well, let me see. And so it just kind of grew organically. And I used to, I mean, say yes to anything at that time, because it was just easier. Like the volume was not what it is now. And I just, I'm like, yeah, I I would do whatever you want. If you know, if you want it, I'll do it. So we started that way. And then, you know, kind of Quickly got really busy. As you can imagine, the more products you have, then customers come back and they're what like, can you do that? And it was just me up and. And then I decided to hire my first employee. Um, she would come in and help us package and print silhouettes and, um, help me fill the resin jewelry, and ship everything out. You know, so the two of us kind of did a lot of things. You know, where wore a lot of hats, and um, it wasn't until my second boy joined us 2012 that i had to kind of step back and be like okay what is going on like i can't go on like this i really have to focus on narrowing down the collection keeping what's selling best and then upping it up a notch so making it heirloom quality that people will have it forever Um, i mean a brass locket is like perfect for every day or whatever we all have those pieces that are you know maybe cocktail jewelry. They're not like the heirloom quality, but I was looking for something that it would be around forever and they would pass it down. So I took a course that was all about marketing and how to be a genius at it. Cause I, you know, I hadn't <laughs> gone to school for marketing or business and it really turned my business, um, upside down in a good way. So I took a good look at what I wanted to do, how I wanted to be remembered and kind of we still do paper stuff, but it's very minimal. And so we focused on pieces that will be around forever. And that's jewelry, that's um, metal ornaments. And um, yeah, but the bulk of our work is jewelry. That's what we're known for now.
1: Mm-hmm. we were looking at your timeline and it was like from 2008 to 2015 I mean you you went from basically basement living to Steve Harvey we, right. we looked <laughs> yeah and we're like that's what was- happened what <laughs> right. happened okay so
0: exactly that's how it happened yeah I mean, there was not a magazine that you were not in right yeah I and
1: mean, that's that's wild were you and just good- blown your, I mean, was your mind just blown? I, mean, I can't imagine just working out of this little office and being on the today show. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well we would do a happy dance and then get back to work because yeah. we had
1: to fulfill orders, but, um,
2: press kept coming. And it was at the time it was, I, I always said, I will never hire a PR person because they can not tell my story. I am the best person to tell the story, right. whether it's at a press or whatever, just blog about it. And, um at the time i also etsy kind of like hired me to be i was one of their top sellers so they hired me to give advice to other sellers on how to succeed on etsy so i think that helped us a lot to like be seen more okay and um the steve harvey I have no idea how that came about, yeah. but I—we're like,
1: We're like if Steve Harvey is talking about your gold silhouettes, I mean, that's kind of—it
2: oh, was such a fun segment. It was for Mother's Day, and he has this like silhouette, you know, piece in his hand, and he's like. Whoa. If you love your mama, like you could just uh, flip it so that she could see, or if she loves you, you know, she can see your silhouette. If she's having a hard time, she can flip it on the other side and rock the gold. (laughs) You know, she can't see your silhouette. And it was so funny. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Press kept coming and you know, it was back in the day where you, I mean, we worked hard for it, but it wasn't so saturated. Whereas now you have to like, I don't even know, like, you know, it's so much harder. It's a hustle mm-hmm, now for mm-hmm. sure.
1: So how did you exactly transition into jewelry? Did you learn how to make jewelry or did you, do you send it out? What do you do?
2: No, I, I mean the, our classic, classic pieces are, are um, classic silhouette jewelry charms. So they have been around forever, right? I did not invent them, but What makes them special is that they're custom right now, custom from your child's photograph, engraved, monogrammed. Um, You can pick the color of gold that you want. You can pick the chain that you want to put them on. So I took something that was classic and I twisted it with a modern, you know, I, I made it modern, a modern heirloom. And I'm not a jeweler by trade I'm an architect by trade but I have an eye for things and uh, there was a specific look that I was going for I wanted it to look modern I wanted it to have that classic sentiment but I wanted it to be around forever um and I wanted it to look like my hand my silhouettes not you know like a, a stock silhouette basically and so I when we moved in Richmond that's when our business kind of like you know, grew even more because I hired two jewelers at the time to come and help us. So the way the process goes, a customer places an order, they submit a photo of their child. I um, sit down and create the custom silhouette and we send it in, they approve it. And then I send it to our partner in New York who cuts the piece. Like we do not do the production part of like cutting it and, but we do assemble and polish and sand all the pieces. So in a way, it's not super involved as far as like a jeweler. Like I don't have to like add um, diamonds. And although we are trying to get into that market where how can we embellish our silhouette pieces? Because we do have that clientele that they're looking to spend a little bit more than your typical, you know, customer. So we do want to honor that and offer value into their life that way. So. Not a jeweler, but I do have an eye for pretty things and things that will be around forever and will be treasured by moms.
0: Clearly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about it. It's got a modern twist to it. Yeah. You know, it's classic, timeless, but a modern flair. You
1: know, it's not your grandmother's necklace. Right. And we know that you're not Southern, you say, but this is a very, very Southern thing that you're doing.
2: It is. It is. Yeah, I love it. Um, we when we used to live in Chicago, um, we would always travel vacation in the south or east of United States, and we always dreamed about coming here. So
1: to Richmond, yeah. what why wow, Richmond?
2: Richmond just it was kind of like a happy accident. Uh, my husband is an architect, and he was looking for the kind of firm that does traditional architecture, meaningful buildings that will stay around forever. Mm-hmm. And he found the perp- the perfect place here. They they wanted him and I'm like, "Let, let let's go." Mm-hmm.
1: I love Virginia and too. It's so there's such a creative culture in in Virginia, I feel like. Charlottesville is so cool. Oh. I mean, there's there's a lot happening in Virginia. It's a it's a great. For business. sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you've been in this business uh, since 2008. So you've been around for a while. And I'm curious because Courtney and I were talking about this yesterday about women in business and just how we feel like it has changed even in the last five years from what we can see. And I know you've worked with Ann Williams of Yearly Company and y'all have a, you know, work together and, you know, bounce ideas off one another. How have you seen the industry
2: change as far as women in business? Um, Well, I... I've always worked with women. Like I started as a woman shop, all my employees are women. Um, I think, I mean, the fact that you could be a mom and start a business from home and grow it, and I always tell my friends who live overseas, in this country we have such an opportunity, and I don't know if it's technology, it's just the way economy and culture is set up here. It just helps women you know, come up with a dream and make it a reality. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty resilient. Like, if I have an idea, I'll go with it and I'll just research and do the best I can to partner with people and you know make it happen. So, I think there is more opportunities nowadays. You know, whether taking an idea and making it a reality or just you know leaving your workplace and starting something that is completely different than what you thought you would be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say that there's more opportunities than there were before. Yeah. Which
1: is maybe why it's so saturated now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But I love the idea that we've moved from competition to collaboration. Yeah. And True. I, I think that, you know, one of the things that we love is to see women working together. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. So much. I've had my own share of competition
2: over the past years and it used to bother me so much because, I mean, your business is like your baby. You spend so much time on it and you don't want anybody to touch it or you don't want anybody to take parts of it and be like, you know, this is my own. And I've learned that instead of spending that energy, just worrying about that is how can I be better? How can I actually evolve faster than, you know, what I if you evolve and you go into the next thing and, you know, you focus your attention to the customer instead of the competition and how can you be better than them? I think you're already better than them mm. because, you know, you're focusing on what matters. That's yeah. really good advice. Yeah, it's great advice. And really just finding people that share that same passion. And, um, so when I found Anne, I mean, I reached out to her, I said, Hey, I love your brand. Um, your audience is like pretty much our audience and why don't we just collaborate instead of like, you know, I, at that point we were doing bangles, but they were not custom size and we, our customers were coming to us wanting that. And I said, why reinvent the bowl? Why not partner with another business who does it so well and just, um, yeah, support another woman instead of like trying to compete with them.
1: I love that. Yeah, I do too. Great advice. And we hear something on our podcast. It's like, find what you do and then just do it better. And yep. you'll continue to grow and you'll continue to carve out that market that's just yours. It's so specific to your business. So you've recently gone through a rebrand and you've moved from, and I'm, I'm going to butcher it if I say it because it's French. So you say it. What have you from moved? From Le Papier, Le Papier Studio Le Papier yeah. Studio. Le <laughs> Papier. I feel like I need like a long cigarette and a beret. And a beret. <laughs> a beret. <laughs> so, so French. You uh, you went through this marketing class back in the day, like earlier. And so a rebrand, is it's major. It's taking this great success with this business that you've already had and moving in another direction. Are you willing to talk about that with us just a little bit? Why did you do that? What's your... What's your thought on that? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So there were um, many reasons why we decided to rebrand now and why not earlier. So our business um, is turning 13 years old this March. And um, I mean, in a business world, that could be like an eternity, especially nowadays when, you know, businesses, some of them don't even, you know, exist more than six months. So, wanted to celebrate where we've been and where we're going. But the reason, the main reason was um, the fact that the name Le Papier, which means paper in French, is not, paper is not the heart of our products anymore or, you know, the bulk of our work. Like we talked before, we've moved a lot into the jewelry industry, the accessory industry, things that are going to be around forever. Um, So we wanted to create a way, pave a path, to help us move into that new direction. Um, also, it's been so hard for our customers to say le papier. I mean, most of them are like papery. <laughs> Hello. Le I like, I, I know. It's hard. So don't, it's really hard because even with the influencers on Instagram, they're like, how do you say it? It's just so hard. So we, you know, we shorten it to LPS, we shorten it to, you know, le papier or le papery, whatever. And it's just, I feel like if it's not easy for them to say it, they're not going to say it. They're just going to skip it. So, and I've been the center of this business since day one. So even though when you say Le Papier, everybody knows me, Vana Chop, So it was just a natural um evolvement of where where were we and what what could it be? So when I was thinking of a name, I'm like, and I did not want my name to be the name of the brand, but everybody in our team, they're like, it should be that. I mean, it's just, the most natural way of, you know, being at. So um, yeah, that's that's where it's at. Um, I also wanted to, um, I have a background in architecture and I wanted to um, open the doors wide open for our business and see where we can go as far as like creating more architectural elements and uh, whether it's through products or services, bringing those in, bringing that part of my background in. And, um, having a name like Le Papier Studio, it served us well up until now, but moving forward, we wanted to not have anything stop us.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me ask so. you real quick. You mentioned the architecture with your business. Like, what are you going to be doing with architecture and silhouettes? Yes. We like, know what? you're dreaming about something. What? You're dreaming <laughs> what about What here? Uh-huh.
2: So sure. I, um, I already do a lot of architectural illustrations which are like custom home illustrations and they're like watercolors and pencils and and uh, one of our best-selling products that we only bring it out at a couple of times a year is our custom home ornaments so there are very much architectural pieces into my you know mind and I want to incorporate more of that into the business um I'm not sure quite yet how, I mean, we do have a lot of um, product ideas brewing on the background, but, and I also, one exciting thing is that my husband actually has joined us as our COO,
1: so he has
2: stepped down from architecture. He's still doing architecture part-time as a consultant, but he has stepped into a role for us, and we went to architecture school together. That's where we met. We've spent a lot of time, I mean, he's been on the back scenes of this business since day one my biggest supporter. And we wanted to create an opportunity for us to uh, whatever that looks like in the future. But right now it looks like a lot of doing the back end of things, like doing our, some of our bookkeeping, even though we have accountants, um, some of our bookkeeping and creating these organizational charts and systems for our business so that we can thrive. Because right now we're a team of seven.
1: Tell us about price points because that, you know, that's something that we always chat about is how, how to get, how to get to you and how to get your stuff.
2: Yeah. So our, what we're known for is our classic um, charm necklaces and they started like a teeny tiny silhouette. Um, to medium. So we have a tiny, medium, and large. And the, that's kind of like our bread and, bread and butter. That's what we're known for. I'm wearing the large. And um, we offer them in sterling silver and solid gold. So in sterling silver, a one charm necklace starts at, um, I believe it's 105 or 95. I'm not so sure. and And then you just keep adding over time. You know, most of our customers, we have customers who come and order all their children, you know, in one piece, but then we have people who start with one and then they keep adding as their family grows, um, are in gold that runs at $250 for one, um, tiny charm. And then they go up in price, the bigger the charm, the higher the price, I guess.
1: So, uh, but what about the necklace? Cause the length that you're wearing is stunning.
2: So this one um, is our paper clip chain, and it's something that we offered last year. We had a lot of customers saying, um, "You need to bring more chains." Like, you know, have you seen like all the jewelry trends? And and so we took that, went to our chain supplier, and we're like, "What can you do for us?" To so we offer these in three different lengths. I'm I'm sorry, three different paper weights, in the dainty, the medium, and the heavyweight. So they go really well with all three different size of our charms. Although the tiny charms, um, we do offer them in like the, the dainty chains and that's like kind of like the best combination. Yeah, and this I think is so too. I that's it. something tiny
0: you would never take off. off. I mean, yeah. you would
2: wear that every day. Yeah. That's right. You don't makes. take it off. You wear it, you know, to shower, to work out everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's your baby in there. Why would you want to take them off? So with silhouettes,
0: getting your, your child's silhouette made, is there a certain age you should do it? Because I've heard, you know, younger I mean, five, what what's the age? Yeah,
2: people are it all varies. I mean, we have people who are like pregnant and waiting until birthday so that they can get the silhouette done, which I think it's very sweet because you get that like baby chub and you know, all that. But then we have most people would wait probably until six months because the features come in, they're set, like the hair might come in, the little wisps and all that. Um, but it really all depends. And then we have, I mean, we do silhouettes, like I said, of one day old, all the way up to like adulthood. Like, you know, I do silhouettes of my boys every year. It's kind of obsessive, but I mean, I don't do jewelry every year, but I do ornaments. I do, it's such a good way to document them. If you love silhouettes, I mean, you can only have so many silhouettes. I have a lot, but
0: my mom did our silhouette. I have two younger sisters, so there's three girls and my mom did our silhouette at all at the same time. So it was, you know, I think I was like 11 yep. and then the youngest was like four. So it kind of went down and she framed it for each of us. So now the three daughters each have a silhouette of
2: the sisters Sweet. at the same time. And it's, I love it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Some people, most people do that. So they want to capture the age difference so they can remember that. Mm-hmm. Other people want to do the child at the same time, like at the same age. So like the oldest at 10 or five youngest until they're five, we don't have many of those because like I said, with jewelry, it always kind of gets tricky. You want to wear it. You know, you don't want to wait until they're like at a certain age to put it on, but you can do that with silhouette portraits. And we do, we have customers who come back year after year. They've been with us since the beginning. They want to capture that growth We have this one customer who, um, she does full body silhouettes of her kids and she started when the baby, the brother, um, so she has two boys and the baby was like a baby. So the brother was like picking him up off the ground. And then every year, like they dance together, they do like this. It's just like my most favorite thing. When her order comes in, I'm like, I'm working on it.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and right now I don't get to do many silhouettes, like, believe it or not, because our team, like in November, I hired two new silhouette artists and they have taken off everything off my plate. So now I'm more the visionary of the company, the, Mm -hmm. the boss and, um, try to, you know, work on other stuff. But yeah, when I see her order, I'm like, I'm working on it. It's so cool.
0: I've been doing it for seven years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gosh, that's awesome. Okay, well, that's good to know. So it's basically just up to you. I yeah. mean, it's all
1: I, up to I like you. I like when you could see their little eyelashes and the curls in the hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the age. that I don't yeah. know, it's probably three or four. I've got I've got a few silhouettes of my boys. <laughs> <laughs> can we go back, though?
0: Like to say, someone whose children are maybe so. in high school. Can you find a picture oh, absolutely. and send it in? Yeah.
2: I had, um, we had a customer who was trying to gift her mom. So they're like 35 and 40 now uh-huh. the, the children are. So she was trying to gift her mom, um, a locket. And she's like, I have this picture of me and my brother when we were real little, little, but it's like really blurry. And, you know, but I'll send it to you anyway. And you can see, I think it will work cause it's on the profile. And we did it. I mean, we were able to piece some pieces together, like the hair. I couldn't see the hair because it was like the glare of the flash or whatever. But just through talking to her, I was able to like piece the hair together and the profile was right on. And she was like thrilled. She sent a video when the mom opened it. And to me, that's like I would never stop doing what I do just ah, for that moment when the they moment. open it up and they see, and it just, I mean, I, I cry and my, my boys look at me. They're like, not again. <laughs> what is going on? Why are you crying out? would you watch? I'm like, no, it's just, this is the sweetest thing. Or, um, we had done these four ornament, home ornaments for these couple grandparents who their house in Venezuela, I guess they couldn't go visit because of COVID. So they have like a few properties there. So their sibling, I mean, their children, had gotten together to do these ornaments for them and gave it to them as a Christmas gift. So it was all in Spanish and I can understand, but I'm like crying. I'm like, Oh that's so <laughs> sweet. Look at them. And they're just looking at it. And they're like, at first they can understand what is it? And it's like, Oh, it's our house. It's oh. our home. And they just, I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. done. I like, just can't. This is
0: why I do it. Mm-hmm. That's why you do it. So what's the best place for people to find you and place their order?
2: so they can find us at vanachubstudio.com and they can find us on instagram at vanachubstudio. Um, they can place our order their orders on their website and they will love the process i mean i'm so proud of our team they personally work with each one of them each one customer and um, we take great pride
1: on that okay well, we're getting one yeah Oh, yeah. Yes. We're getting one. Oh, we yeah. Might, we're going get a few. Everybody needs one. Everybody <laughs> needs one. That's
0: what you're getting for Christmas, too, yeah, Courtney. Yeah, All right, before you go, we'd like to do a popcorn round where we just ask a quick question, and you
1: just answer with the first thing that comes to mind.
2: Okay, great. I'm nervous.
1: No, I don't be nervous. <laughs> it's easy. Okay, Vanna, you found a $100 bill in your pocket. You know, when you've, like, put on a jacket that you haven't worn in a while, and you're like, oh, my goodness, there's cash in here. This is This is $100 what are you doing with it?
2: Oh my gosh. I would be happy to find a dollar like that. No, that's
1: what I'm saying.
2: What would I do with it? I would probably split it up in three and just give it, give some of it to my boys and then give the other to my boys and say, do something good with it. Mm, We're into these like, trying to teach them of goodness in the world. I mean, there is so much negativity right now. So we're trying to get them to think of others.
0: Well, if you're going to take some of that money and go to lunch, who are you going to take with you? It could be anybody.
2: Yeah. I would go to lunch with my husband. How lame is that? We don't (laughs) get away. (laughs) So I would take him away for lunch. Just me and him. Where would
1: y'all go? Oh
2: gosh, there is a good biscuits place here in super close to our house. It's, I think it's called Rise and it's like biscuit sandwiches. Um, it's only open until 11. Mm,
0: that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite beauty pro- product? Your skin Sorry. is
1: beautiful.
2: Oh, you guys are sweet. So, um, Anna and I, Ann Williams, we always kind of like talk about, well, she, I get the best suggestions from her because she's like, she loves all the new stuff. And so recently I saw on her Instagram feed, um, these, brushes like the artiste by artiste
1: yes i've seen those
2: and so i splurged on a couple of those and they are the best they're yeah, the jam like rub exactly your face the with them right? yep and it's so easy you don't get the stuff in your hand and you only put just a little bit as much as you know your face needs.
1: Oh that's good i wanted to try those so that's that's good i like that. <laughs> i like that all right if you weren't doing this job what would you do
2: i would probably be a cook That's another passion of mine that I come from a family that loves to cook and we, I mean, we're, we're Greeks. We love big, you know, gatherings and all, and that's what I do when I want to decompress. So I always tell people if this doesn't work out or, you know, if I get tired of it, I would, I would cook for fun or I would be a cook. Do you have a signature dish that you cook? Yes. So I don't know how familiar you guys are with Greek cuisine, but there is this like spanakopitas and tiropitas, which is like, you know, puff pastry filled, well, phyllo dough filled with savory and sweet. So that's my thing. I actually make the phyllo from scratch.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We yeah need a necklace it in. <laughs> that's not a lot Listen, I always look forward to to how you said it, but the spinnaculpetists I always love that at baby shower. <laughs> I'm like, I want the triangles with the spinach in it and the cheese. Yeah. where are they? <laughs> a day, yeah uh, but uh, you don't get that on a regular Tuesday yeah, so that well, that's quite the yeah. treat. Well my, my
2: family does sometimes.
0: <sighs> <sighs> all right, so if you could snap your fingers, covid's gone
2: and be anywhere in the world where would you be she's going to Greece, mm-hmm. and i'm going with, well I you know it girl yep i would be going in a heartbeat we are planning summer kind of like we don't know what's going to happen but if it happens and we are free to go i'm taking the boys for a month away
0: oh can we come
1: what part Ooh, can-
2: So my family's from northern Greece, which is not near the water, but I have a sister who lives in Athens, and when we go, we actually book a beach house and we go to the water because I'm like, if I'm in Greece, I need to be dipping my toes in the Mediterranean.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's on mine and my husband's bucket list. I mean, we want to go.
2: I always joked. I said because I come from that culture, um, moving to the south would be the best place for us because it's slow life, you know, just really enjoying your friendships and taking it slow. Mm, I love don't that. go crazy.
0: So what are three things that your friends would say about you?
2: They would say, I hope, I don't know. I mean, we need to ask them but may- I hope they say I'm compassionate. I um I'm a giver and I'm creative. Yeah, They always comment on, you know, our house or our whatever. Things mm-hmm. that I pull, up, pull together, they're like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. It just <laughs> happens. We all have that, you know, unique part of us. And that's mine, I guess.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story today.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It was it so was, much.
0: Yeah, it was so nice to meet you.
2: Good to meet you guys.
0: Thanks, Vana. Rise with Renaissance is a women's empowerment initiative that our partner, Renaissance Bank, developed to make a difference for women. Rise's mission is to support female leaders, achievers, and innovators. Renaissance is here to support women striving for success. So if someone says you can't prove them wrong, visit your local Renaissance location or risewithrenaissance.com to learn more. I love what Vana is doing. Yes, I know. Me too. I, I think... For me, silhouettes are something, it's so traditional Mm -hmm. and just like the best thing you can do with your children. I feel like it's like timeless, you know? It is. It's kind of genius what she's grabbed hold of
1: yeah well because you can make it modern too I Mm -hmm. mean it doesn't have to be like we think of the silhouette you know in this timeless kind of queen Victorian remember Mm -hmm. like the bus looking but then when you do them for your children and you can put them in a real modern frame or you can wear them as jewelry I mean the jewelry is unbelievable gorgeous well that's what I
0: love I love that I love the whole idea of that I've just got my
1: silhouettes in that did
0: and I am obsessed I know like I cannot tell you how much they look like my girls yeah like they look like their profile and now yeah. i'm like i know why my mom was so obsessed with these yes it's so cool and just like i i know who they are so what are you going to do with them well i want to try to find a cool like modern frame mm-hmm. to put them in mm-hmm. um but now i really want
1: to tr- be uh, some jewelry yeah
0: like i'm like hello mother's day i know i would love a necklace
1: with yeah the silhouettes
0: on them right
1: Mm-hmm. But did you see um, in her new portfolio, her new branding, she's doing it, the faces on rings? <gasps> oh. Uh-huh. Rings. And then she'll do it in a locket or on, you know, basically a bracelet. She'll do the bracelet with the little silhouettes on them. I mean, they're precious. Yeah. And they do pets. She does pets. I mean, I think, I think
0: all of it. I'm like, all of it. I know. All these uh, ladies, you need to pass this on to your husbands. And if husbands are out there listening, uh... Mother's Day. Yeah. Because they need to get turned around. It takes yeah. a couple,
1: you know, weeks, right? Yeah. So what are you going to do with your silhouettes? I'm going to frame them. I'm going to frame... I did the boys when they were younger because... It's funny because uh, Vonna has two boys. So I asked her if she would send me, like her updated silhouettes of her boys through the years because she said in the podcast she does one every year. And so I was really torn on at what ages, because this is not my first set. You know, I have a few sets from when they were babies and then a little bit older. But when I think about my kids and, like, what they look like in my mind, like, the time that I remember is Graham's little wavy, flippy hair because he had curls in the back, and he was, like, five. And Dean... Was like two and had that bowl cut. The eighteen months that that had that total bowl cut, and that is like the period of time that I think about them being little, Mm -hmm. little. Yeah. Now they're different. You know, they're different, and they've got you know, it's fun. Um, but that's like my babies. Yeah. So I did that period, Mm -hmm. and so I'll probably stack them and frame them, um, in two separate frames somewhere. Yeah, yeah.
0: I did mine, um, where they are today. So, yeah, right. I just kind of wanted to capture where they are. Yeah. I've got Stella, four, and then Taylor May, 11. So, I have the whole range of them. And that's under 12, and it's mm-hmm. under 13, so mm-hmm. they're still kids. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh my gosh, I just, I love it. I so love it. So, how'd you do them? It. I did, Taylor May did her hair. She wears her hair in a bun, you know, like a top knot all the time. Mm-hmm. So, she has a bun, and like I said, like, her, gosh, her nose, her lips, everything. Yeah. Then Millie, she wears a high ponytail every day. So I did the high yeah. ponytail with the bow. She loves a high pony. And, gosh, and, and same thing, like, her lips, her nose. It is uh-huh. so Millie. And yeah. then Stella... I did a ponytail. She usually wears like a little bob haircut, but mm-hmm. she pulls it back some. And I thought, I just think ponytails so cute. It's on a so girl. cute on a silhouette. too. So um, I did like the short little ponytail for her with the bow.
1: I know. and
0: it looks like
1: her, her yeah. nose and her little lips and oh, everything. Well, she was saying she can take pictures from like even way back and do them. So mm-hmm. what a special gift. And have you seen that houses and the portraits that she's doing? They're beautiful. Like making into ornaments. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, those are beautiful too. Just heirlooms, and just the fact of doing. I've never thought about having a silhouette on my Christmas tree. I love that, I and do that's too. a great place to collect them too. And a great gift.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And the story about the the mother that went back, or the the children that went back and gave that to their mother oh, for Christmas. Yes.
1: Oh goodness. Precious. Tears. 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 Okay. Speaking of Mother's Day, can we please just do it like a Dear John letter? To all those dads, husbands, uh, whatever, partners out there that need to get it together on the gift situation. Yeah. And it's not just the
0: gift, it's the whole day.
1: Okay. Like, yes. why let's do just
0: mothers, there. let's just start with Mother's Day luncheon. Okay. Who cooks the Mother's Day lunch? Yeah, we do. We do. Who yeah. cleans it up? Or we, we order do. it. Or we order it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But who plans it? Right. We do.
1: Yes. And, you know, a lot of us do it for our mothers, and then a lot of our mothers forget that we're mothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, okay, first of all, every mother deserves their own Time, yeah. That's either a lunch, a dinner. I mean, go celebrate your mother. Go celebrate his mother. But then you need your own time. Can we just say that, <laughs> yes. please, without guilt? I mean, you had kids too, honey. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anybody that has a kid should be celebrated on Mother's Day at some point. What if we did like a,
0: the real Mother's Day, like the Monday after the M&M. the Monday after Mother's Day? Okay. So like Mother's Sunday, Monday. Mother's Monday. Okay. Yes. And what so do we that do? like. We go, everybody just goes get their nails done. We go to a spa and we just like drink mimosas and just like have a Mother's Day. So we do Mother's Day for our kids and we're like, okay, we, I made this casserole and I baked the pies and my kids are happy and thank you for this card. Yeah. And then knowing that you can celebrate. That you got You, mother's got, M&M. you got Mother's Monday the next day. <laughs> Just make it a, like a little more enjoyable and like We ah. should do
1: that. Mm-hmm. We should start a challenge for the Monday after Mother's Day. You're going to have to take off work. Okay. And we'll do it and we'll story it and we'll, and every, we're going to challenge you mothers out there. Yes. The Monday after <sighs> Mother's Day mm-hmm. to call a girlfriend. And you go celebrate some mothers, whether that's a lunch for your friends or you have some girls over. It might be warm enough to even get by the pool at that point. I am loving this. Loving this.
0: This is going to be the best Mother's Day ever.
1: (laughs) So do your little pleasantries with your family. You know, see all the stuff that they made you at school. Mm -hmm. You know, let your husband. If he wants to spoil you, let him. But if he doesn't, just know Monday's coming. Yeah, if he's watching golf, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Because <laughs> okay. you got tomorrow. That's right. And the kids will still be in school. <laughs> yes. Listen, hopefully. you deserve this, Mom. Take off work. Take off half day. Do something for you and a friend on that Monday. Mm-hmm. That's that's good. Mother's Monday. Yeah. I love it. Me too.
0: Well, that was fun. And uh, maybe you should remind everybody, too. Tell your husbands to go ahead and get this. Yes.
1: This is, that's what I was saying before. Like, dear John, we want something good for Mother's Day, okay? (laughs) Like, who empties the trash? We do. Who puts the toilet paper on the rack? We do. All the things that are out there. We're doing
0: them. We deserve a silhouette of our children.
1: Yes. So go to Vana Chump Studios and get this beautiful. Now, you're going to have to do a little pre-planning. You're going to have to send a picture of the profile of your kids, but it takes two seconds. You email it to them. They whip it out, get it done in the next day. It's awesome. It is awesome. Okay, you can find her at Studio, V-A-N-A-C-H-U-P-P, studio. And then the same thing, VonnaChupStudio.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.